Today's Gospel reading comes from the book of John, chapter 15, verses 1 through 8. On the night of his arrest, Jesus taught his disciples about the relationship they would have with him. Those who abide in his word and love bear fruit, for apart from him they can do nothing. Jesus said, I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine grower. He removes every branch in me that bears no fruit. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes to make it bear more fruit. You have already been cleansed by the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me as I abide in you. Just as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who abide in me and I in them bear much fruit, because apart from me you can do nothing. Whoever does not abide in me is thrown away like a branch and withers. Such branches are gathered, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask for whatever you wish and it will be done for you. My Father is glorified by this that you bear much fruit and become my disciples. Ancient Word, Resurrected Wisdom. Thanks be to God. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Creator and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. One of the beauties and the complexities of the Bible is that it reads a little differently each time you encounter it. The words may stay the same, but you have changed, or the world has changed, or your faith has changed, or all the above and more. So even very familiar promises like, I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, but you are with me. They always sound beautiful and hopeful, but those promises are particularly tender and close when you are in the midst of deep grief. Or a call like, what does the Lord require of you but to do justice and love kindness and walk humbly with your God? It takes on new meaning as you maybe walk in the street and cry out with your voice for justice and real change. Or God says, I will make a new heaven and a new earth. And it takes on new weight as we consider how to limit and reverse the damage that we've done to the earth and to its creatures, including ourselves. And so, we hear today, I am the vine and you are the branches. And those words echo very differently in my ears and my heart during a global pandemic than they ever have before. Of all of the things we have learned or relearned <laughs> or realized over the past year, our deep and unavoidable connectedness is toward the top of my list. There's no corner of the earth unmarked by the realities of COVID-19 and the limitations we've placed on ourselves in an effort to slow its damage and corral its pain. There's no place you can go that's magically exempt no test you can pass or amount of money you can pay to live in a world where none of this is happening. 
At the same time, we see also that our interconnectedness contains a lot of unevenness. So you can't escape COVID because you have money or power or an abundance of resources, but you certainly can blunt its impact. Losses like jobs. Job losses have impacted women, especially working moms, at a much higher rate than men and women of color in particularly high numbers. Essential workers are praised and rightly so, but still often don't have access to health care that would protect them sometimes not even to time off they need to get vaccinated. Vaccinations in particular shine a bright light on all kinds of inequities in our own country and across the globe, especially in these days as we witness the suffering and pain in India as cases skyrocket and people can't find oxygen or medicine or sometimes even a way to bury their dead. As wealthier countries begin to return to normal because they've been able to purchase and distribute vaccines widely, poorer and more developing countries often haven't had the resources to start vaccinating at all. A global pandemic is, of course, just that, global, interconnected, by definition. It won't end for any of us until it ends for all of us. And that means we can't ignore one another, no matter how weary we are. It's why we keep up wearing masks, even after we're vaccinated, to protect others, though we might be safe ourselves. It's why large groups are still unsafe, even though we get closer to safety every day. It's why getting vaccinated when it's your turn is such an important act, not only for yourself, but for the larger community because we're connected, because we're all branches on that vine. But Jesus says this, I'm the vine and you are the branches, to his disciples as he's preparing them for his leaving. Which I shouldn't say leaving as if he were going on a trip. He's preparing them for his death, and not just his death, but his unjust arrest and trial and beating and execution. What the disciples are about to see and experience will shake them to their core. And Jesus knows there will come a time when they wonder if everything he said was true or reliable or trustworthy. And so, especially as the Gospel of John tells it, Jesus spends quite a lot of time trying to prepare his friends for what is coming. First, he washes their feet. And he reminds them that they are called to serve others just as he has served them. That that life of service is love. And that their love for each other in the world is exactly how people will recognize God at work. Jesus promises to send the Holy Spirit as an advocate for them so that they'll never be alone or orphaned. He promises them peace. A peace that is more than the absence of anxiety or conflict, but a true and lasting peace. He warns them that they will face resistance, maybe even violence, for this way of life. And he prays for them, for their unity and their courage, and that the love he's given them may be so deeply sunk into their bones 
that they won't forget it no matter what comes. And he says what we heard today, I am the vine and you are the branches. He says that the vine and the branches are in the care of a vine grower who prunes what isn't bearing fruit anymore so that the energy of the plant can continue to produce life. And just like a branch can't go off and do its own thing, says Jesus, none of us are designed to operate as our own separate entities, for we share the same heartbeat, the energy of God flowing through us and bearing good fruit for the sake of the world. Abide in me, he says, which is a beautiful word for a really basic thing. Stick around, stay, hang on, be, because I am the vine and you are the branches. It almost brings a dart of pain, that image, when we are still, though it's getting better, still so separated from one another, still at a distance, although for very good reasons. The last time we read this passage in worship, it was easy to look around. It was three years ago. We read these things every three years. Three years ago, we could look around at kids coloring their bulletin during the sermon and the person sitting next to you and the choir ready to sing in a moment know that the communion meal was prepared and waiting. Maybe it was easier to remember how we're connected as we raised our voices in confessing the creed and shook hands during the sharing of the peace and passed the offering plates around to gather the gifts that we've received. But here's something I noticed about Jesus' words today, and I noticed it in a way I haven't before. Jesus simply says that this vine and branches thing is true. It's real. It's a fact of who we are and who God is. And he says this in the face of a wave of pain and grief and fear and separation that he knows perfectly well is coming, but he says it anyway. I am the vine and you are the branches. I am, you are, full stop. Jesus does not say, I am the vine and you might be the branches if you work hard enough, if you do and say the right things, if you look the right way or vote the right way or own the right things, you might be the branches. Nope. I am. You are. He doesn't say, I am the vine and some of you are the branches. Remember, he says all of this even knowing that one of his closest friends has just departed into the night to betray him to the law and order authorities. Maybe Jesus knows exactly how much time we humans spend trying to separate each other out, walls and groups and exclusions because of almost everything you can name. While Jesus is honest that there will be plenty among us and within us that needs to be pruned away. He's not saying that as a threat or a means of inflicting division, but rather as a reminder that we're all called to do what we can to bear good fruit. I'm the vine. You are the branches. Jesus doesn't say that he is the vine and we can be the branches when we feel like it, or that he is the vine And we can get promoted to assistant vine so that we can be in charge of the other branches 
or that he is the vine and someday we'll find out whether we were the branches. And he doesn't say that he is the vine and if circumstances don't get too hard, we'll probably still be the branches. We are. Come hell or high water or success or failure, come isolation or anxiety and facing truths we've tried to hide for generation, come pandemic and masks and missing each other so much it aches in our bones some days, we are the branches on a life-giving, productive, abundantly generous vine. And yes, we're called to bear fruit because that's what we were created to do. That's what branches do, what we can't help doing when the energy of the vine courses through us. And yes, we need to be pruned, every one of us, of anything that gets in the way, that causes hurt or harm, that keeps us from truly seeing each other as a branch every bit as beautiful and fruitful as we are. Over the next few weeks, we'll be introducing our theme for the upcoming year called Embracing the Path Forward. It's a reminder that we're called to be on a journey together, not always knowing where we go, but trusting God to give us good courage for every step. It's a call to gather up all that we've learned and all that we've become, not so that we can go back to what was, but forward to what is yet to be. It's a spark of hope as we look forward to embracing each other, quite literally, and embracing our shared life together. And today, Jesus puts in front of us the gift which makes all of it possible, that he's the vine and we're the branches. That our lives are bound up in Jesus' life and each other's. That the only true life we live in this world is the life we live in relationship, messy and entangled though it might be. Meaning that the only fruit worth sharing with the world is the fruit we produce together. May it be so, fellow branches, as we embrace the life in front of us. Amen.